podcast. Hello and welcome to Dave Elliott's Weird Podcast. And what is episode number 75? Which means, hey guys, that's three quarters of a century worth of podcasts. Obviously in the in the in the numerical sense, not in, in years, because that's a lot of content. You know, that's the kind of content that even more so than those those YouTube guys would do, you know? Like Hulk Hogan Paul and Poopy, whatever, you know, those kind of guys. And those guys just record anything and put it up, you know? Um like them doing a wee shit. Uh eating some frosted sugar nuts if they're cereal and then just like filming dead people you know they put everything on their channels and even at that they don't have 75 years worth of material but here we are and um it's one of these podcasts this week that some people really enjoy um and others don't just you know freestyling you know off the bonds no notes no nothing just kind of hitting over the freestyle not a freestyle rap because i don't think it'd be so good at that Oh, in fact, maybe I'm not a freestyle rapper. Didn't think I'd be so good at that. You know what can I say about this rap? Hey ho, Doctor Zeus, cat in a hat. You know what I mean? Maybe I'm a good freestyler. Who knows? But we're here. We're there. We're fucking everywhere. And it's episode seventy-five. So thanks you to anyone that's been listening to the podcast up until now. I know there's been quite a few new listeners in the last few weeks. Mahalo to you freaks as well. Um and and yeah, thank you for for supporting me this length of time. I appreciate it. I know the listening figures have been going up and up and from the very first episode, you know, now we've got the army of weirdos. All you weirdos out there listening to the podcast, it's great. In the beginning, we didn't have an army of weirdos. We maybe just had a soul freak, you know, maybe a sociopath, psychopath, who knows. But now We've sort of got a steady listening audience, and I appreciate it. You know, do I appreciate it enough to have prepared material for this week? No, but that's because the circumstances are out of my control. You know, for some of the new listeners, you might know this. Um, the more long-standing listeners will know, hey, I'm homeless right now. This is going on now from January. I've been out of my house because, not because I've been, been dumped by my wife or anything yet, but um, because a soil pipe burst in my kitchen now for you who don't know what a soil pipe is hey i didn't know what a soil pipe is it's basically a pipe that takes shit from the toilet into like you know the lakes and rivers and kills the fish that's what it is but in long story short it moves poo from your toilet to wherever the flush goes and that burst in my kitchen it soaked through all my flipping kitchen furniture and my floors and basically became a hazardous zone of toxicity of toxicity of our city of our city and i was told i had to leave so going on uh must be over 10 weeks now from january to january it's april i think still yeah till april i'm out of the house and the good news on that front is is that we have an end date in sight which is great bad news is that it's not till the end of May. But in the meantime, I'm back here in my parents' house recording. Um, I do have a, a house that I'm living in temporarily. We rented Gaff um, in the old North Down countryside, which is pretty sweet, to be fair. But it's not, you know, conducive to recording good podcasts. You know, there's no sound acoustics. You know, it would just be ad-lib and it sound terrible. Kind of like the uh, first few episodes of this podcast. But now... We're, uh, we're back here and yeah, it feels alright, 
you know, it feels all right to be back here. I feel like now there's an end in sight. I can be a bit more positive. Oh, there's my parents' dog, wee dick. Um, that's not his name, by the way. His name's Bobby. Um, he's just being a wee dick. To be fair, dogs have pretty big dicks. Like, if you look at a dog's body, the length and size of a dog's body and size of their dicks, you know, pound for pound, big choppers, you know. And then when you take into account when the wee lipstick comes out, shite. You know, that's fucking, that's queer length, like. Those dog and the very top balls as well, if they still have their balls, you know, they're taut. But if you look, next time you see a dog, look at its dick and see how far it goes up in its belly. Like, if it was a guy and had a dick that size, you'd be, like, you'd be literally shooting loads between your pecs. You know, it'd be like a titwank on yourself, you know. That's dogs for you. But yeah, so we're doing all right. We're, we're, we're coping, you know, we're getting there. The end's in sight. It's been a tough uh, few months, definitely. It's definitely had an effect on me in terms of my, like, ability to you know, be consistent with, like, diet and stuff, I feel pretty shitty at the minute, you know, I feel like I've kind of let myself go a bit, and I'm just looking forward to to getting back home again, and really being able to focus on health and fitness, because I was doing pretty well at the start of the year, and it's kind of gone a little bit to shit, you know, and now I feel like I'm heading to Tenerife tomorrow, for a few days, um, from a friend Aaron Butler, you might know from Aaron Butler's podcast, or the Boytown podcast, uh, his birthday I might kill that dog you know wee dick go up and sort him but um, we're going away for Aaron Butler's birthday and you know I'm just not feeling I'm not feeling like I want to be in my trunks that much you know do you ever get that you just you just are like Ugh. you know what's going to have to happen you'll deal with it you'll have fun I just don't want to be in my trunks I'll enjoy myself don't get me wrong but it's like oh if only I had been a bit more prepped but sure it is what it is. We'll go, we'll get bronzed, we'll be like Ray Winston and Sexy Beast and we'll have a good time. You know, obviously, as a dad with a baby, I'm actually treating this trip as a major sleep session. You know, I'm going to go in, get my, my 40 winks. Um, that's an I, not an A. I'm too old for that. But I'm going to relax and it's going to be a good time. Heading away there. Tomorrow, which will be Sunday, my dad's birthday, 14th of April. And uh, yeah, I'll do anything to get out of buying presents. So I'm looking forward to that. But in the meantime, um, as I record this podcast, I'm wearing a a black peel-off mask. Like, it's nothing racial, you know, it's nothing like I'm not it's not a black face, you know, I'm not I'm not uh, causing any controversy. It's effectively a beauty mask. Now why am I putting on a beauty mask? You ask because hey, I'm going to Tenerife and I want clear pores to allow me to get maximum suntan. You know, all these blackheads and grease blemishing this beautiful face. You know what I mean? If I'm not going to have my body in peak physique, I want to have my face that runs the place. You know, I want to look sweet. So I've got this. Uh, um, I think the the company's name is Biovin. It's like Biovin, but there's a wee accent over the first day so i'm going to call it biovon and it's a natural beauty number one home spa collection cleans pores perfecting skin black peel off mask so you know i'll take a wee selfie right now whilst i'm uh whilst i'm on recording and i'll stick it on my instagram at some point and just be like hey this is the style very sexy um great audio content as well you know but um, 
that's going on so yeah i'm feeling good i have to keep this mask on for 30 minutes but i'm just going to do it until i finish the podcast so potentially what could happen is as well as clearing all my blackheads or greasy skin i'll just basically take off a few layers of my actual face you know by the end maybe just look like skeletor from the masters of the universe universe <laughs> i might look like skeletor from the masters of the universe what the hell is wrong with me um, can't even blame it on being sleepy because I'm recording this podcast on a Saturday. You know, again, tried to do it on Friday, but uh, the wee place that we're staying at the minute, the Airbnb, had a, a fucked up kitchen door. You know, not a kitchen door, fridge door, shit. This is why I need notes. And um, we had to get the guy who owns the Airbnb to come out and fix up because I just couldn't do it. Thankfully, it wasn't uh, a bad reflection of my DIY skills or lack of. Um, but it was to do with a hinge on the door. So the guy who is a full builder, you know, he knew he knows what to do. He came in. He went, oi, oi. He uh, shook Catherine's boobs about a bit, and then he just took the fridge door off and fixed the fixed the spring, which was one of those enclosed springs. So he had to like fiddle with it for a while. I ended up being in the house. You know, yeah, could it could have been a fifteen minute job? Probably. You know, did it have to be three hours? Mm, probably not. But. It was, and that time was the time that I was planning on recording a weird podcast. So here we are on Saturday, recording away, Saturday afternoon, getting myself ready with my beauty mask for a next night out. Um, I'm going for dinner and some drinks because I, I'm 32, you know, and that's what old people do. They go for dinner, they go for drinks. God forbid you just suggest going for drinks. That would just be insane. You know, you got to have you got to have some tucker in there, line the old belly, you know. So we're doing that. And yeah, I'm quite looking forward to it now. I feel like it'll be nice to spend some time with my wife since we're going to Tenerife in the morning. Um, with Aaron Butler, she and Todd, um, Aaron's friend Ryan, and bizarrely enough, um, mind bender David Mead. Um, in terms of he is the ability to bend minds, not that he is you know some form of mental homosexual because hey that would be slanderous um, but we're going to Tenerife tomorrow and I'm very much looking forward to it and um, what's going to be sweet is whilst we're in Tenerife we're going to be recording a big fatal five-way boy town podcast with all the aforementioned names so if you're listening to the weird podcast on Monday and you see the call for boy town questions coming out for sure get on that because well, there will be drinks there will be ciders there will be Summersby and no doubt Purple Tooth will be there Who's Purple Tooth, I hear you ask? Purple Tooth is, of course, my drunk alter ego who only comes out when I've been drinking red wine. Sometimes when your teeth go purple, the truth comes out. You know, you don't bite your tongue. You don't be careful of feelings and who you may hurt. You just say whatever comes to your mind. And that is the Oracle Purple Tooth. Sounds like a character in Game of Thrones. (laughs) In order to pass through the wall, we need to speak. To the Oracle Purple Tooth. Come on in. What is it you want from me? Purple Tooth. What do you think we need to do to get through the wall? Well, the first thing I would do is shave and put on some cologne, you stinky little bastard. Oh, Purple Tooth, you are bad. Oh, money gonna get worse. You know, sounds like one of those shitty characters, but yeah. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to that. It'll be fun. Obviously not fun to try and bring the full recording gear to Tenerife, but we'll bring a laptop and we'll bring a mic, so we'll sound be perfect. Nah, probably not, but hey, who gives a fuck? You know, it's free content. Oh, here. 
and taking off my face mask because I feel like it's gone really hard. You know, and hey, you know, if it goes hard, that's my motto. If you feel it hard, you know, pull it off. That's what I adopt the motto of my life as. And hopefully now there'll just be some legit blackheads in here. Ah, I actually went too high and it's connected fully to my head here. Which I definitely don't need to peel off. But guys, you're getting a real insight into my life here that I do beauty masks. You know? Um, but I mean, let's face it. You don't get to be this sexy without a little bit of help. Oh yeah. <laughs> there we are. And I've probably got more still on my face, but that'll do for the meantime, because I've got to keep this content going. Whoa. It's weird how you put it on, it's a liquid, and then you pull it off, it feels like a bin bag. Whoa. Strange. But my face feels top, my face feels nice, my face feels sexy, my face feels right. Oh, no, it feels good. I could do the drink now, actually. I've got a thirst for it. You know? Do you ever get that when you have, like, a holiday on the horizon that you just want to drink before it? You're like, I may be going away in a couple of days, but I'm ready to start now. You know, we're uh, going out into Belfast for drinks tonight and I need to get home, have a quick shave, tidy myself up, pack a few bags for going to Tenerife in the morning and then just head out. But for sure, first thing I'll do is get home, have a cider. You know, I'll just get a Summersby while I get ready. And it's like not like it used to be when I used to get ready. I could have just gone to the shower, brought some music in, you know, done a bit of washing, a bit of exfoliating, a bit of hair shampooing bit of uh, conditioning you know the full works like the, you know American Psycho where he's like I put this on my face to make sure that I'm sexy and then I rub my balls <laughs> I put on a face mask in the shower and then I rub my balls I apply some shampoo to my hair and face and then I rub my balls I take a body wash out of the cupboard, I rub it on my arms, and then I rub my balls. I love rubbing my balls. It's what I do. I'm a psycho. And then I rinse my hair, and I rub my balls. You know, this used to be the old, the old shower technique, whereas now I literally go in, rub myself with the bar of imperial leather soap for 30 seconds stand in the shower and get out because that's what old dad guys do then I use sure underarm spray because sure enough I'm an old boy you know and old boys need to use fucking sure like gone are the days where you, you would use something like links you know gone are the days where you would use um any other brand that I can't think of off the top of my head I nearly said Maxi Light, but that that doesn't that sounds like some. I think that's a guy from the Prodigy rather than actually a brand of um, underarm spray. You know, like see if someone's held a gun to my head right now and was like, "Tell me what deodorant you used before you sure." I just go, "Looks like you're gonna have to kill me because I can't remember." You know, I think it's that it was that sensitive stuff. You know, like you can get the all the body wash. That like you could put on and it didn't like irritate your skin, and then you rub your balls, and I I used that, and then now I'm just unsure. Like the most basic products for everything, like you just use I use Bic razors, you know, like gone in the days when you would have had like you know Gillette, Th- Macho Man, Three Blade, lubed up edges, 
you know, exchangeable heads. Nah, give me an orange bick, you know. Is it a company that actually makes razors? Nah, they do biros. But I'll tell you what, I'll shave my face with them. You know, tell you what, you give me a, give me something I can do the crossword with, and then let me rip my face off. You know, just give me a big pen, and then when I'm done, I'll bite the end off and scrape the hairs off my face with the crusty end of a bick. That's what I'll do because I'm just a simple man. And the thing is, today I had to go out and put the buy a new shirt to go out tonight because apparently, wearing a black t-shirt and black jeans and black shoes just isn't cutting the mustard for my wife. You know. A lot of you are probably going, oh, really, Dave? When would you marry Vivian Westwood? I'm going to go, I don't fucking know. No, I'm a simple man. She married a simple man. You know, she married a woodman. A man would live in the wood. You know, not that I have any survival skills. I'm not like Bear grills. You know, I definitely have the bear bit. You know, but not the grills. <clears throat> I could definitely appeal to a, sec- a subsection of the gay community, but I couldn't survive in a bush, like, you know... Like most of the gay community couldn't survive in a bush, to be fair. Oi, oi, vagina joke. But, um, yeah, I feel like, you know, she's trying to change me to be this stylish person. And you just can't, I just can't be stylish, you know. I'm just, I'm just the kind of guy that, like, today when we were in, like, this is it. Where, where are you, where are you going to buy a shirt, Dave? Were you in, like, River Island, maybe? Were you in, uh, were you in... Topshop, where were you? No, I was in Sainsbury's. Because Sainsbury's are the only place to do my sizes. You know, anywhere in those shops like River Island, Topshop, Zara, if you go in there and say, can I have a double XL? You put it on and be like, it's double XL felt lady. You know, which is like a six, no, a size eight is what double XL in River Island would be in women's terms. You know, so I have to go to these fuck. I have to go to fucking places where we buy groceries to buy my clothes. You know, and you ain't gonna get fashion in there. You just go get big fat Hawaiian dude shirts. You know what I mean? And I know I'm fashionably retarded. You know, but I'm not fashionably retarded in that I would wear Hawaiian shirts in a non-ironic way just yet. Like I wear a Hawaiian shirt if I'm in Hawaii or I'm on my holiday. But am I gonna wear it when I'm out? For some fine dining with some friends. Nish, nish. So, I don't know what I'm going to wear tonight. And that's why I need to cut this podcast short. Because I need to go home and do a friggin' fashion show for my wife. To see what I'm going to be allowed to wear. So as you don't scunder me. You know? Ultimately, I'm going to go for a black t-shirt. And she can rub my balls. Nah, she'll not do that. But, I mean, hey... We can only but try. So that's my dilemma this week. Trying to be fashionable. I say trying to be fashionable. I just want to be comfortable. You know, if it fits, I'll wear it. You know, if I'm comfortable in it, I'll wear it. But I'm struggling with that at the minute. Especially with going away and having to put on swimming trunks. Because I don't like wearing baggy swimming trunks anymore either. I like to wear Speedos. Because again, I'm this old guy. Like, and I think I should be allowed to wear Speedos. I think more people should wear Speedos. But I mean... When you're not feeling like prime shape, oh, you don't want to wear speedos, you know. But I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna get into the water in my speedos and float about like a fucking manatee. You know, I'm just gonna get into the water, drink cider, put my face under the water, and float about like a human sea cow. You know, that's what I'm going to do for three days in Tenerife. I'm going to drink and I'm going to sleep and I'm going to float like a sea cow.
you know, which sounds like the sort of song that George Harrison would have written when he was off his bunce in LSD. This next, <clears throat> this next song that I've written, I don't know what accent it is. He's Liverpoolian. We, we hold on. We're the Four Beatles. This next song that I've written is called the Human Sea Cow. Floating, thinking, dying in the water, it's a floating sea cow. Human sea cows floating in the swimming pool. We've taken LSD. That's what I've done. We've taken STDs from inside a bomb. This is a human sea cow that is floating in pool. Ah, oh, I've, I've taken LSD before this podcast. What uh, what even was that? You knew? What was it? But yeah, that's it. I'm going to float about in the water. I'm going to drink a few cocktails and I'm going to sleep. I'm going to have a good old time. And then I'm going to come home and sl- never sleep again because I'm back looking after the child. Which is a, it's a mug off, you know. She does royally mug me off with her sleeping patterns at the minute. But it's part of parcel, you know. If you're going to go out and you're going to do the deed that causes babies to be created. And you're not going to wear a sheath. There's going to be a fallout. And by fallout I mean you'll have a kid, you know, providing, you know, it's, I, here's the thing, right, whenever you're younger, you're told, oh, if you so much as touch a girl with your penis, she'll get pregnant, you know, you're told, if you touch her with your penis, you'll get pregnant, you know, when in real life, it's not that, you know, it's not that likely, so what I'm saying is if you're out there and you're thinking about wearing rubber johnnies, guys, don't. Just go in bareback. Like the singer B.B. King. And so he's, the B.B. stands for bareback. Go in there, be a bareback king. Ladies, don't take the pill, you know? You know, you might... It's in and around, like, the Grand National was a couple of weeks ago. You know what I mean? People love a gamble. Spice up your life. Throw contraceptives out the window. Don't worry about it. You'll be grand, you know? Ah, uh, what about STDs, Dave? I... St- Lock a couple of abrufins and you'll be spot on. Make sure you up your water intake, you'll be grand. You know, whatever that is will just wash away. But what happened to Freddie Mercury? Fuck up. Seeing Bohemian Rhapsody is overrated. You know? Just go out, go out and be sensible, you know? Don't worry about it. Have a gamble, have a bit of banter, you'll be fine. You know? You'll be fine. I tell you who won't be fine though? Us. Because it's coming up the election season again. And uh, I've seen a few election posters today, right? Out driving about. I was going to say out cruising. That sounds like I'm looking for a prostitute. Um, I was out driving about today and I saw a couple of election posters. A few parties up there I don't mind. A few go, mm, you know, mm. One particular party, right? They get a lot of flag from everyone. That's the DUP. But what I saw today was a couple of posters in around the North Down area. And there were men on the posters for the DUP that were under the age of 90. Why are you in the DUP if you're under the age of 90? You know, unless you're coming to me and telling me that you have, oh Dave, I've got this uncontrollable fetish for egg and cress sandwiches, 
you know, if you're not coming to me saying, Dave, I've got a fetish for the feeling of Bible pages on my wab, then I do not know how you join the DUP. If that is not what you have, that sick fetish, why are you doing it? Because, hey, if you're a reasonable, forward, future-thinking person, you'd never join that party, especially if you're not 90. Do you know what I mean? In a world where, like, a lot of people have gay friends, you know, why would you ever join the DUP? You know, their their policies and thoughts are ridiculous. Like, obviously, there's a few uh, items in their agenda that then on the other side, Sinn Féin just go and fully oppose, and they come across being, you now we're really forward-thinking, we're really great, we're, you know, we're all about integrity and respect and equality. That was their wee tagline, equality, intel, uh, in, this is Kurt Angle, actually, it was equality, integrity, respect. I think now it's just equality. I think they've realised, ah, we kind of have zero in, in, in integrity. You know, we have none. And we can't really use that because, hey, you know what? We talk about respect, you know, but you know we, we'll fully just go and celebrate, you know, bombers who kill people just because, you know, that's what we do. You know, when these two parties are running for elections again, and say if we as a nation do not change our voting patterns, I despair, you know, and I, I just think out there to the weirdos, spread the good message of, what the fuck are you doing voting for them? You know, what are you doing? Like, to collapse a government for the reason that it's been collapsed, like, in my opinion, you can say, oh, it's collapsed because of RHI all you want. You know, it's, it's a load of balls. You know, there were plenty of other reasons there why it happened and both parties who are supposed to be leading it just they're happy to get paid do fuck all you know what I mean health service dying on its hole education dying on its hole housing dying on its hole you know crime prevention policing losing money left right and centre but hey as long as gays can't get married and you know and we can't speak Irish happy days do you know what I mean like that would be basically you know what's holding up the government you know here's the thing I think gay people what's it matter if a gay person gets married or not really you know what I mean what's it matter to somebody who's not gay just don't go to the wedding you know what I mean and if you want to speak Irish you know you should be able to speak Irish but there's not enough people to speak Irish that you should hold up an entire country you know way more people would rather go to the hospital and get seen to in less than 10 hours than they would be able to say you know, things that they can already say in another language, which is English and Irish. You know what I mean? For stalling a whole government, it's dumb. Those things, you know, like the Irish Language Act, should be way down the pecking order. You know, equality um, of marriage, should it, it shouldn't even be a thing for debate, you know? Um, for the DUP want British laws. I've said this before in the podcast, they want British laws. They don't want to, they, don't, they dare not be separated from their precious union. My precious, my union. Take the same fucking ro- rules and laws as them then, you stupid dinosaur pricks. You know? And Sinn Féin, hey, if you don't acknowledge Northern Ireland exists, don't take so much of the Queen's coin to line your greedy pockets. You know? Do a bit of work. You know? So I'm saying, am I going to vote in this next election? Yes. 
for the council, I'm going to do it. I'm definitely not voting DUP or Sinn Féin. Like, normally in the past, I would have just gone, hey, fuck it, I'm not voting because there's no one to vote for. No, I'm definitely voting, but it won't be for them. So I'm going to keep my eyes and ears open and see what goes on. You know, we'll see what's happening. We'll scout that and we'll see what's going on. And I'm going to try and bring down them from the inside. Vive the resistance. Right, guys? I'm running really late here on my... uh, prep to get ready for tonight i've taken off my face mask my face is still burning i need to apply some ointment so what i'm going to do is go straight in to my listeners questions and get wrapped a little bit early this week and get the podcast uploaded um uh, let me have a see let me have a wee see here i'm really slow with my with my uh ability to use social media because I'm an old guy let me see um, Phil from Belfast has said how much of a beast is Big Siad Kolasinac becoming the Bosnian Bison or what uh, I'll tell you what it's a great nickname the Bosnian Bison uh, we're talking football Arsenal's left back Siad Kolasinac I think he's a great player I think we need a few more great players like him but I think he's definitely on the right track and in terms of a beast he's physically stacked you know, he's jacked, he's stacked, and he's, uh, I was going to make a comment, but it was overtly gay, you know, and I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that, but I mean, I just feel sometimes I, I am overly gay, you know, and I maybe need to not be so sexually aggressive towards men, you know. Nathan Consiglia has said, hi Papa D, hi Nathan, sir, how are you? Cheers for churning out my fave wee podcast and brightening up Monday mornings. Anyway, who do you think has the biggest pit? Now, this is my talk. You know, hey, I'm sick of being sexually aggressive towards C.A. Klasenach, but I'm ready to talk big dicks. Anyway, who do you think is the biggest piece? Greg Wallace from MasterChef, Barra Best, or ex-Liverpool youngster Lazar Markovic? Hmm, kiss kiss, and... <laughs> um, you know what? I'm just gonna say Greg Wallace is the biggest piece. I imagine Greg, you know, he's got that big body. He's got a big piece. I know I have a big body, but I know I don't have a big piece. But I think Greg's big. He's just everything about him looks like he's got a big piece. Um, bar best, I, he's not a guy that I look at and I go, you know, Bar's got got a package. You know, Bar Bar's got a piece on him. I don't know. I think Lazar Markovic. You know. I, I'm going to just say it might be in that order of piece size. Um, Greg Wallace, the biggest. He's got a dong. Barra Best has a penis, which is a normal size penis, I'd imagine. And Lazar Markovic has a micro penis. That's my belief, you know, and that's what I'm going to stick with that. Thank you for the question, Nathan. I'm very kind to say it. it's your favourite podcast. I appreciate that. Glenn Lindsay said, Is it weird... That when you tell stories from your youth, I picture you as a miniature version of the physique guy in 2019, complete with full beard. Yeah, it is pretty weird because I wasn't one of those Peruvian wolf boys. You know, I didn't have full hair on my face. This majestic beard only came about, I don't know, probably about, I think I've probably had a beard for about five years. You know, I think I had like a stubble beard for a while and then I just sort of think in the last maybe five years I've just grown it out. It is weird, but... You know, Glenn, if you want to think about it like that, it makes your stories more enjoyable and the thoughts of my youth more enjoyable because would it be funny if there was a little boy running about the beard? Absolutely. You know, if that makes the stories more enjoyable, you do you, Glenn. 
because if you don't, you do you, I'll do you. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Mark Beggs. Good morning, Papa Big Guns. I appreciate that. With Easter fast approaching and you having a physique worthy of a god, where would the best place to bronze that sculpted bod of yours? Mm, good morning, very sexy. Mm. Like, um, you know, the, the ultimate place to be bronzing that body is in Tenerife. It's going to be on, on the play of the Las Americas strip. You know, that's exactly what I call it when I take my clothes off. But um, I'll be there. I'll be bronzing in Tenerife, and that's where I'm going to be. And in May, in fact, shit, I'm a holiday bastard. In May, I'm away to uh, Torremolinos for a week with the family. So I'm going to be in Tenerife, feeling all bloated and sly and fat for myself. And then I'm going to get home, major physique push. I'm going to do it all. I'm going to take all the vitamins, all the supplements, all the fucking HGH I can get my hands on and just get fucking stacked for Torremolinos. You know, big ripped ass throwing my wee daughter about the pool. Might bick my head as well, just look like a hard bastard getting all over body tan. But yeah, Mark will be in Tenerife and Tourmaline. Also, only go to places it's spelled with T, because that's the way I roll. Um, RG has said, Was in the news yesterday that men with beards have small testicles? Is this true? Hey man, I'm going to say it to you now. I don't think it's true that they have small testicles. Have they got small dicks? 100%. You know, if you've got a beard, you ain't got a dick. You might just have a bell end, but you ain't got no dick. And I can verify that. You know, I can stand over that and say, hand and heart, that it's a small dick. That it's a small dick. But hey, in terms of balls, I've got big balls, you know. Because when I'm in the shower, I like to use herbal essence on my hair. And then when I'm done with herbal essence on my hair, I like to rub my balls. That's it for questions from the uh, Twitter this week. Now on to Instagram for uh, further questions. Oh, goodness. Um, Luke Sweeney has said, <laughs> Hey, weird boy. Whilst there's been a lot of study around how criminals come to do weird and wacky things that they do, most say it's to do with how they're, they were treated, how they are, how they are treated when they were children. Man, you spelt that wrong. Look, I'm embarrassed for you. You put it there in there and should have been they. What the fuck? Try it again. Hey, weird guy. Whilst there's been a lot of study around how criminals come to do the weird and wacky things they do, most say it's to do with how they were treated when they were children. My question is, what is your opinion on how our childhood affects us? And do you have any weird fetishes? Um, I definitely think that when you're a kid there are influences that affect you as an adult i think there are some you know quirkiness quirkinesses in you when you're a kid that can't be helped there are things that you know that you know you that are just gonna be there like stuff you're into like tastes and flavors like some people like marmite you know and some people like you know putting sharp objects up their ass you know that's maybe just something that you have as a kid you know maybe some people like dime bars you know and some people like putting fish up their japs eye you know it's like each to their own but to me i think that you know it, it's a lot to do that and also how you're parented you know i think that some kids are just let to do whatever they want kid parents don't give a shit kids lose a run on themselves don't care about consequences. 
turn out to be a wee shit. You know, so that's why, um, you know, I, I'm going to be quite a disciplinarian, I think, with Holly. I'm going to try and teach her good versus evil, you know. And I'm going to test her. I'm going to bring her to the desert and leave her there for 40 days, a la God, and see how she copes with that. But yeah, I pretty much think that things that happen to you as a kid or childhood experiences definitely, you know, put you on a path. But again, you don't have to walk down that path. Philosophical, you know, philosophical. Looks just flat out. Luke Gorman next saying good morning. With Bear Grylls, You versus the Wild releasing on Netflix this week. How well would Papa Physique do at Survive in the Wild? Where would you get in the much needed protein and do your workouts? And who from the comedy squad would you want with you to help you survive? Well, hey, I touched on this earlier by complete fluke, but um, I wouldn't do too well out in the wild. I don't think you know. Um, I prefer my home comforts far too much. Um. But where would I get protein? You know, I would probably, I'd probably just go around trying. Like, I would go if I was in the wild. I'd go to the Giants Ring, you know, because I know there's a lot of protein being thrown about up there. I'd probably try and survive there. Other than that, I'd probably just you know fucking people's elbow a badger and eat it, you know. So, I guess what. Um, as I'm finishing off the podcast, my parents are just having a full discotheque in the kitchen. So that's going to sound great for any of you. But hey, that's what happens when you're homeless. But out of the comedy squad, who would I want with me to help me survive? Um, I'd say they'd all be fairly useless. I think Colin would probably be the best out of them in terms of surviving in a woodland environment. And what am I basing that on other than Colin likes going for walks and wears camouflage the whole time? Do you know what I mean? Does that mean Colin is, is capable of coping outside? Is he a brownie? Is he a, a boy scout? I don't know. But he looks more like he... I am actually going to go... You know what? My parents are making more noise upstairs than anyone's ever made before. You know, and this is maybe the trigger for me to do a massive murder spree. You know, go up and just crack... Because I said, hey guys, I'm recording a podcast downstairs. Keep the noise down. You know, just... They're like, sweet, we'll keep a noise down. We'll just go up, we'll wear all the stilettos we ever had and just carry a bag of marbles with a hole in the bottom just to make as much noise as possible. I got cross there, fuck. Anyway, I'll whiz through the rest of this and be done and go and get pissed and that'll cheer me up, right? Chris Henning has said, Well, Dave, seems my metal band question stumped you a bit last week. If we narrow it down to bands from the 90s onwards who could be described as metal, so no grunge, who would your three favourites be? Also, if you could listen to those three bands for the rest of time. Podcast was great last week. Had me chuckling. P.S. You lucky, lucky bastard getting all the opportunities. Hey, I know, that's it, man. It just lands on my lap. Don't put any effort in at all. But, um, whoa. I think metal bands will go with Disturbed as one, Corn as two, and three. Mm, unpopular opinion, but great tunes. Limp Biscuit, there you go. That's the th- the three I would go for, Chris. Um, and I'm whizzing on the next. Well, what if, this is the weird podcast, right? Only on the weird podcast would you get two consecutive questions. You know, you have. 
two questions from Luke's in a row, double Luke's and then double Chris's. Chris Henning, Chris Barr. Hey Dave, hope you're well. In regards to this week's weird story, I can definitely see you doing this if you ever have a son. I'm hoping this is not something uh, perverted. Dad puts up three grand for a hypnotist to cure son of supporting Tottenham Hotspur. Well, well, first of all, that dad's a bad dad if his son supports Spurs. Albeit Spurs are doing all right now, but I mean, hey, when's the last time they won anything? <laughs> anyway, an unhappy dad has offered three grand to a hypnotist to make his son switch from supporting Spurs to support Arsenal. The father posted the advert on Bark.com to try and find someone to look into the eyes and make his six-year-old see things differently. He wants his boy to follow the gunners instead and money appears to be no object. The unnamed dad admitted that his wife isn't aware that he's doing this. I love that. Yeah. What I want you to do, I give you three grand. Don't fucking tell the missus. Don't tell the fucking missus. And my boy, he supports Tottenham. He's a fucking yid. Make him support the fucking gunners, me a gooner. Don't you fucking tell the wife. She fucking whipped my ass. He said he oh I love this. Oh, a bit of a bo- a bit of a bonus in the office, mate. Bit of a fucking bonus. Funny I actually don't see that guy working in an office. I don't think I Oh I don't think a guy that works in an office would offer three grand. But yeah, I would definitely like my kids to support Arsenal. Hey, I don't I don't care about Holly. Um supporting the football team. If she does like football, fair enough. But if she doesn't you know, I won't cry about it. But if I have a son, he will be forced to support Arsenal in the same way as Joseph Fritzl's kids were forced to enjoy spending time in the house. Right. But what Chris wants to know is, who do you think will win the league? As a Liverpool supporter, I'm really hoping for City to drop a few points in the coming weeks. Um... See, to be honest with you, Chris, I think mm, Liverpool won the league. You know, that is my... I'd rather... I, you might like this, Chris. I'd rather Man City do it because I just think Liverpool would be unbearable if they won the league. You know, Liverpool Man United kind of in the same uh, spectrum of supporters who just so happen to be cunts. You know, I'm not saying you are, Chris. You're a nice guy. Anytime I've met you, I have a lot of, a lot of time for you. But a lot of Liverpool Man United supporters... You know, they should definitely get on Odin's Ark, which is an Ark that is made in Norway. And rather than getting on the Ark to save lives, you get on Odin's Ark and it just gets set on fire because the Death Ark. You know, that's where most of the United and Liverpool fans should go. But um, I do. I think Liverpool will do it. You know, and if they do it, you know, don't be unbearable, mate. That's what I'm saying. And that's the end of the questions, and that's nearly the end of the podcast. All I get to do is my plugs. Plug, plug, plug. First plug is... Pug Ugly's Comedy Club this week I'll not be there because I'm literally getting back from Tenerife in the middle of the night on Wednesday night and early Thursday morning so I'll probably be physically dead and exhausted and not able to perform so next week's Pug Ugly's is Paddy McDonald headlining who is friggin brilliant you've got Darren Matthews doing his first set in Pugs he's been travelling Australia for like the last six months and he's brilliant as well and then Head our MC and keeping the show together is my good friend Kieran Bartlett. So it's going to be a great night. Last week's pugs was brilliant as well. We have myself, Paddy McGaggy, Aaron McCann, and Rui Woods headlining, who were all brilliant. No Woods, he's got a new show coming up, uh, Panic Room, and I think it's the end of May. 
in the limelight. So be for sure get on the shine.net, get tickets to this show. It's going to be brilliant. He was fantastic at Pugs this week, and I just think he's getting better and better anytime you see him. So check that out. Other than that, guys, that is the end of the podcast. Um, if you haven't already rated and reviewed the show on iTunes, please do, um, and subscribe on SoundCloud, whether or whether or not you actually, you know, use SoundCloud, because it just helps get the numbers of listens up, really, you know, so spread the word, share the podcast and Instagram stories, share it on Twitter, retweet it, whatever the fuck, help me get the word out, you know, so more people see it, I got one new review this week, Way! and it was from Leanne, and Leanne said, um, let me see, Leanne said, Papa Bear brightens up my Monday, and I appreciate that, Leanne. He said, one of my favourite podcasts, from a stringer-loving, Malbec drinking, and all-around physique guy. If you don't listen, you're sly. Hey, you know what, Leanne? You've got it to a fine art, that's true. If you don't listen, you are sly. And also, Ronan's popped on board. Ronan said that it's phenomenal. I appreciate that. Possibly, you know, maybe a bit of a, an over exaggeration but I appreciate it um, and Ronan said nothing makes Monday morning less painful than cracking this on and letting the madness unfurl guys this week's podcast has been weird it's been up and down um, I don't know what I've said on it I've got no notes who knows what it's going to be called I imagine it's probably going to be called rubbing my balls but hey other than that we'll find out and I'll be back next week with Tales from Tenerife you know so be sure to check that out all no holes barred i'll tell you anything you want to know any questions you want to know from tenerife i don't give a fuck fuck what goes on holiday stays on holiday you ask me i'll tell you enjoy your week peace i've just been sick gross bye